1: pearson outbid the queen bee and the jay-z for a house with a candy room that's called winning but then that was 2015 where is he now yes virginia it is true twitter is forever wow
0: wall well, of every candy. once in a while i'm just waiting for one of these episode openings where he just bleep just break down breaks down and just spits gibberish and we're all like i think he's falling apart so we're not like that <laughs>
1: So yeah, I was going to say, and, and that didn't qualify, <laughs> right? Though.
2: All of those words, technically, while a se- or i should say—while technically a sentence or two sentences uh, were almost unintelligible unless you were reading along. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, you know, I—we were in chat the other night, and I, gosh, I can't even remember the context. But we started talking about Notch of uh, Minecraft fame, and and uh, um, I forget—we uh, were debating uh, his various. Um, uh, accomplishments and uh, um, skills and, and what have you, and um, I, I think that uh, it devolved it uh, to the point where I just said, "Look, candy room winner." It's true. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure. It uh, looks like malted milk
2: balls are the closest ones,
1: and then obviously
2: I, jelly beans. Obviously, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, jelly bellies, and I, we got the gold coins, mm-hmm. uh, some silver coins. Um, Can I, we go I'm tootsie gonna, rolls? Uh, uh, yes, I think, I think so. All, oh, it's getting far. What's the next one? Mm, let's see.
0: Mm. Rockin? I don't know. By the way, mm. I'd, like to, I'd like to state that I feel like the silver coins are probably just a lesser quality of chocolate. Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. Could be. Could Without be. question. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, but I see that... What are those... Uh, the the Boston Baked Beans are down, I'd say, six or seven tubes. Yeah, they definitely. I would Boston go beans. Baked Beans? Yeah. You've never Is had that those? candy?
0: Um... Right. There Pardon was a my candy. dust while I google this. Boston baked beans. It's a thing! It's a candy, yeah. They're delicious.
2: It is a candy. Delicious. Anyway, so someone needs to get on the forums and explain
1: what the next six ones are in the rows. They get rather small. <laughs> yes so um anyway um uh that was uh, you know i was wondering you know like whatever happened to him so uh, you know looked up and uh basically he is he is active he's on the twitters every day and it looks like he's playing a lot of games but other than that we don't know what uh what's uh, all going on but i tell you you know if you look at the history of uh, folks that win the lottery the stories don't always end well you no know, very Marcus uh Marcus got him what uh two billion dollars and um uh, he's, uh, it looks like he's still doing okay. So, what do you do with that much money? I,
0: I would like to point out for pedantry's sake that these are not candy; they're sugar-coated peanuts. That's not candy.
2: Uh, I would argue That's, anything with sugar in it, mm. and if no, it's hard, no, it, no, it no, could no. be candy. If it is also hard, is candy.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Ooh. Now, if we 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 missed the table, and I will I will post this photograph. In the show notes. Uh, on the table, I, we have three fountains, it looks like. I, I'm, I'm going to call milk chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and in the middle, I'm going to say butterscotch. Yeah, I was thinking at first white chocolate, but I
2: have to agree. Question is, uh, what is Black Coat Lady hiding in front of her? Mm. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going with caramel fountain, gentlemen.
1: <laughs> I think so. I think she's got a straw and she's doing it to yep. it. Yep. All right, pre-recorded live in our virtual hangar, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this is the Versecast, our star citizen gaming community podcast, episode number 149 of the Verse Cast. as a matter of bleep, <laughs> Stephen Dean, that was for you, buddy. Today is April 5th, 2947, and if I didn't know any better, I'd say someone is masticating their chicken up in here, delicious rotisserie. Baked chicken, that is. I hope you brought enough to share.
0: My days of taking you seriously are certainly coming to a middle. Wow.
1: A middle. (laughs) Wow. I I need to try harder. I neglected to mention last time that the um, third-party out-of-state check with which we paid Jackson's ransom to the Vandal was also post-dated. So, my bad. Anyway... They've taken Jimmy back again, and I've asked that they run the check through again later this week, so hopefully uh, we will have our intrepid DJ back again, home, safe, in time for the next show. That's my ridiculous way of saying Jimmy's not here tonight.
0: But here's
2: the
1: thing. They should know payday is Friday.
3: You
2: know, that really shouldn't have been surprising.
0: I I feel like like you're you're stretching their grasp of of Uh, human currency and, and politics and society. I feel like
2: it's a universal thing. (laughs) Mm, yeah, <laughs> do yeah.
0: you think the, Do you think the vandal will get PTO?
2: Yes, <laughs> well, I would, I would man,
0: say. my 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 kids acting up stole my blade yesterday. I just can't I just can't participate in the uh, the raid tomorrow. I need to take PTO.
1: <laughs> I just wish they'd read the date on the check for crying out loud.
2: Yeah, it's not that hard. Come on, guys.
1: It, it just isn't that. hard. You even made it glow.
2: They should be able to figure this out.
0: It's a, it's a translation error. You know <laughs> these things happen in species communication. I know. I know. It's a. It's scary like that. So,
1: um, guys, how are we doing, uh, Mark? We, we narrowly averted a canine disaster. We did. We did. Uh, you guys mm-hmm. had a little clipping and clopping, but not really enough
2: to, uh, I feel like, get the full flavor of what it is like to live in my household. Mm. You say yeah. canine
0: disaster, I think uh, a chance for a lovable cameo.
2: That <laughs> it, it, It's true. And he is. Uh, there's a whole lot of Basset Hound. So, it would be... Uh, it, cuteness factor, 47. <laughs> wow. um, annoying That's factor, negative 132. Uh, no. Brings me to an average of uh, two. <laughs> the math is solid, the John. Math. <laughs> the math is solid. <laughs>
0: Tell All me you're not right. an accountant.
2: Oh, no. No, I'm not, Ace.
0: Good. Okay.
1: Good. No, he isn't. All right, Ace, you ready? Uh huh. Okay. True or false? Neither. The correct answer is true. The Apple Watch is essentially a fancy remote control for your iPhone.
0: Hey, I have an Apple Watch. I take offense.
1: And is it? I do, too.
0: No. No, actually, I use it for a lot of stuff.
2: Hmm. Tell time I, with it?
0: <laughs> I, no, I, 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 well, time, aside from that, I, I also track my fitness. Ooh. Uh if I get texts from you guys, all 4,000 of them, yes, uh, I get notifications when they arrive. And you so. don't mm-hmm. respond
2: to a single one.
0: Hmm. <laughs> it's because I'm working. <laughs> yeah. if, I'm standing in, if I'm standing in the office next to a computer, like, texting on my phone, my boss comes by. and says, hey, what are you talking about? I'd be like, Star Citizen stuff. He's like, eh, I thought so. Walks off. Like,
3: oh.
2: So, sounds like it's not a problem. Sounds like a non-issue. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly what you do is you get him you get him involved in listening to the podcast and then he understands. Like, hey, this is important, uh, tonight. I gotta
1: figure this out. Got podcast business. Yeah. All right. So guys, um last time well actually it was the time before last, uh the previous time that Jimmy was not with us, we had um a, a conversation. We got a bit off on a tangent behind one of us having some opinions about stuff. Uh, when we were discussing the ten for the chairman oh. with uh, Chris and Tony Z, and uh, I, we did? I, I don't, hmm. yeah, I don't remember exactly yeah. what uh, precipitated the <laughs> subterfuge. Who knows? I'm sure it was just fun. But anyway, um, in that ten for, there were a couple of interesting questions which we didn't get to. So, through the miracle of copy and paste technology, we bring those to you now. Control V. No, Control C. Control V. Oh, it's what's for dinner. Ooh! destructibles perishables who's going to clean this mess up so one of the questions which I thought was kind of interesting is um, if and it was brought to us by Poison Taco which if you, if, if you needed any more reason than that to read this question if a player can shatter the glass windows at Port Olisar how will the game reset to a point where the windows are replaced that was a good question um, because we're, we're going to have a universe with, uh, uh, what is it, nine to one NPCs. Uh, so uh, what Tony said, or Ooh, yes, Tony. What, uh, not to can I read this? Because I really think I can get a few you knows in there. Go right ahead. Okay.
2: You know. I'm going to show my Tony Z. Here we go. Remember, guys, the rule is you drink every time he says you know.
1: <laughs> I don't have that much memory. <laughs> uh,
2: basically, we'll have uh, two different um, you know tiers of repairs. Uh, you know, one for repairs, significantly uh, enough to warrant the creation of uh, missions. You know, uh, e.g., uh, damaged satellites, uh, you know, th- things of that sort. Uh, <laughs> you know, if a up. player doesn't take these missions, then NPCs will. Uh, you know, second, uh, there's there's the more cosmetic stuff, uh, windows getting shot out uh, in area 18, uh, etc. Uh, there's always going to be a player. Uh, Uh, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, you know, there there are always going to be players there, so it can't be a case of (laughs) when the players all go away then we will simply, you know, reset things. Instead, these situations will be handled by the NPC community. Uh, There will be, you know, NPCs that actually do light salvage uh, when uh, you know, you break glass or when you shoot barrels (laughs) of trash and garbage gets scattered all about. Some of these NPCs will have responsibilities of fixing and or cleaning uh, y- you know all, all that up
0: <laughs> all right i gotta use the bathroom now <laughs> i was gonna
1: say you're bloating ace over there <laughs> and
2: drunk ace
1: <laughs> well i cry shenanigans uh gary oldman invented this technology way back in 1997 if you guys click on that link who is this
2: wait is this a uh, is this is this spyware this Yes. It is, as a matter
1: of fact. Uh, yes. I was
0: told not to click on links. I don't know. It better
1: be a fifth element reference, no. and indeed it was. And indeed it is. Yes, indeed. So the, that groovy little scene where uh, um, Gary Oldman, as uh, Mr. Zorn, uh, is explaining to uh, Ian, um, uh, which one of the ins is that? Uh, Ian, dun, 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 not. Um, Ian, Sir Ian, there's one of the Sir Ian's, uh, about uh, the uh, the beauty of um, uh, destruction, creative destruction, with uh, the little robots coming out and cleaning up messes. Anyway, post that in the show notes as well. Uh, so, but uh, I, so when I, uh, you know, um, read what Tony had to say, you, you know, um, I, that's immediately what I thought of. But, you know, how cool... You know, is it that this stuff is going to uh, be able to exist in the game? So we're going to have all the destructions and the repairs, and uh, I think it would be interesting, kind of fun, if they made some of these routine jobs available for player characters. You know, so we could have like a crappy government job simulator twenty
0: nine forty seven.
1: That's a really interesting idea.
0: Basically, basically viscera cleanup simulator. (laughs) the the indie game that came out not that long ago
2: Ace you're drunk stop talking (laughs) I am making too much (laughs)
0: Uh, so I like like to think that uh, with Gleep with all his starships this is going to be the profession that he ends up sticking with
2: (laughs) never actually gets in a single one
0: you know he's got his he's got his reclaimer nah I didn't try to go for the starliner nope not that but but, uh, he's like you know what trash cleanup, window repair
2: I'm happy guys I got this fantastic broom and I didn't have to melt a single ship
1: (laughs) <laughs> I, I did my tour of government jobs uh, prior to owning any spaceship, so I'm, I'm afraid uh, I can't go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my, my picture is posted in places.
3: <laughs>
1: yep. And anyone that anyone that's
2: a military and anyone that was in the military would know that you immediately upon exiting the military are qualified for any janitorial position anywhere in the world. So <laughs> in the world, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm amply uh, qualified for these jobs. I intend to avoid that at all
1: costs. So um, uh, now, this is one of the things that I've noticed in playing GTA: is that you uh, you things get destroyed from time to time, and then you uh, walk around the the corner of the building, and then you come back, and ta-da-da! it's miraculously replaced. So it's nice to know, and I think it's going to. I think we will notice too. Um, I don't think that this is a useless fidelity, and if you're playing the fidelity drinking game at home, go ahead. Uh, useless fidelity <laughs> for fidelity's sake. Um, I think that this is is going to add to uh, the immersion of um, of the environments that we're in, um, feeling more real. As I know that it's going. Go, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was
2: going to say, as, as an, uh, to take the the uh, play the devil's advocate, I get the alternate opinion here. All right. There is a certain uh, amount of of um, that's where I, I'd use the overkill involved in that. It. Mm-hmm. Depending on how they do things, uh, I could see where it could generate jobs, not in terms of actual cleanup, but in terms of supplying materials, perhaps mm-hmm. commodities. You know, you know the actual using the actual uh, usable items, the the glass or the uh, steel, you know, whatever, whatever it happens to be the the um, what would that be? Not really a commodity, but the uh, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, in terms the of shipping sh- materials yeah right? exactly the, the materials there you go that's what I was looking for the, the materials in terms of shipping and and, and actually uh, causing you know the the ripple effects that happen with that for the trade uh trade community however is it worth the overhead involved in animating uh that uh supplying with with enough uh once again his his fidelity you know mm-hmm uh, of, uh, uh, of all of that, uh, uh you know, of, of the, you know, the guy carrying the window from the stock room, the guy placing it, you know, in, in the, you know, in, 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 the space, cleaning up the debris, uh, you know, hammering it down or, you know, soldering it or, you know, welding, whatever he does to put it in there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like if they went, you know, how far do they go do they just attach it to the, do they just, you know, magically disappear the the extra bits that, that blew off and then you know, have a guy walk up with a piece of glass and attach it there somehow? Or do they go hog wild like Chris is want to do and supply mm-hmm. it all the way from the point of, yeah, this stuff's in the stock room, yeah, uh, NPC Jim did grab that, and hand it off to NPC Steve who carried it across the uh, the hallway to NPC Frank, who then uh, you know, he and NPC Joe attached it to the wall or to the, uh, to the empty space in their... I guess they would have to have spacesuits on. I didn't really think about that.
0: My guess would probably be something in the middle. You think? Like, you have play any sort of uh, real-time strategy game. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the the little shield comes down, you see noise and, and humming and sparks, and then the shield comes back up, and the the, the uh, uh, unit you requested is produced. I feel like if you blew out a window at Olisar, uh Emergency uh, decompression barriers will come down to prevent, you know, explosive venting. There's some humming and and machine work, and then the barrier comes back up and look, fresh hmm. glass. Okay. Yeah. All uh, right.
1: I guess. Yeah. I guess it, it depends upon what level of technology is being used to uh, correct the, the damage. I mean, they, they could have, you know, <laughs> they could have a magic window gun where, you know, Ooh. you go, and then a window appears. But,
0: but, you know, they could just do what they're doing currently with a little repair drones. A little, yeah. a little squad of repair drones come flying out, repair the area of the window, fly back, done. Healybots.
2: Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think so. It's, there's, there's a lot of I possibilities.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I like the idea. Uh, Again, I like that they're thinking about it. That it's it's yeah. um, it's actually it's part of the conversation. How it gets implemented, I, I think that um, um, you know, if you spend any time, any even standing next to a computer that's ever been on Reddit, you know that you can uh, you can find a, an argument about it somewhere. True story. Uh, but um, I, I think that it's kind of nice that uh, that it is uh, going to um, that's being considered, and that um, it's going that they're. Uh, making a concerted effort to uh, not uh, have situations where uh, um, stuff like this gets handled in uh, particularly immersion-breaking ways. So
0: you know, it might be possible that at major space stations like Olasar, like mm-hmm. that are that are large player capacity, sort of like a like Stormwind in in uh, um, World of Warcraft. That yeah. maybe that destruction is limited and it has a set uh, sort of like animation behavior like I mentioned like with the doors, the the Healy bots but mm-hmm. that if there are player built bases, those require player interaction to be repaired like if there are player built stations or the like, uh, like those modular stations that we've seen before mm-hmm. that, they, that they've shown, that mm-hmm. if, if we are ever given a chance to build or make those at some point in the future, I don't know when that would be but that that might require a little bit more involved repair than say a big old giant uh, industrial space station where there's lots of player traffic already hmm, and a lot yeah. of processor intensive behavior. So,
1: mm-hmm. well, Ace, you've played uh, Space Engineers, right?
0: I've toured Space Engineers. It's not a game so, that I really enjoy because it doesn't have joystick support. Um, right, but but you've uh, seen, but I've Yeah,
1: you've seen the the uh, the welder in action. How yes. how repairs get. Done because that's a, an interesting, I think, Clang. example of, of, <laughs> of how uh, damage can occur uh, in a in an immersive fashion. So, Mark, have you played it? You know what I'm talking no, about? No, I have not. So this is okay, all so, news to me. So, if you have a, a, a structure in space, and it's been a, it's been a while since I've played it. So, but when I was playing it, uh, what would happen is you would you would build a structure in space, and then occasionally there would be. Um, a, was it a meteor? Meteor usually shell?
0: impacts of some kind. Asteroids. And it, can be, it wouldn't yeah. just be asteroids. I mean, if you're if you're playing with a couple of friends and somebody doesn't break hard enough, their ship will bounce off the hull of the uh, of whatever structure you built and dent it. Yeah, uh, and it'll, it'll dent both their ship and yours. And if the impact is hard enough. Uh, the vehicle could get lodged in in the other vi- the other station. Uh, parts could fly off. Uh, all sorts of neat stuff.
1: Hmm. Hilarity ensues. But yes. anyway, you the way that that would get rectified is that you would have uh, either mounted on your ship or uh, handheld a, a an arc welder uh, type device, and you would aim it at the damaged area and pull the trigger. And as the area would begin to repair itself um so i mean obviously not overly realistic but i think in in intent uh, certainly an improvement over um you know you just you go downstairs and make a, make yourself a half a dozen hot pockets and come back and it's magically uh, all better hmm. half a dozen he's a hungry boy
0: <laughs> yeah, i'll say that's a lot of hot pockets that's a lot mm-hmm. of intestinal problems a couple hours later
1: well, no that, that's the sliders the slider. yeah, we, we, we all learned that, that last time yes yeah. or
0: at least at least you 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 know third degree burns on your tongue oh, at the time
1: yeah all right so anyway thought that was kind of cool um so then somebody and remember we, we were somebody was discussing uh, the professions of 3.0 and uh, what uh, they did they did actually talk about mining in 3.0 and what uh, they said. Uh, is that the hope is to include some basic form of mining, uh, like uh, everything else, uh, you know, obviously the mining has become more complicated than when it was initially concepted way back when. So um, what gets included in in uh, 3.0 won't be the entire mining experience, but hopefully it will be enough to give players some interesting gameplay. And that was uh, that was uh, either Chris or Tony's. Well, it must have been Chris's words because there weren't any you knows in there. True. Um, so, but what... Uh, in uh, prompted me to include this question was they didn't mention the prospector and what potentially would be the uh, scope of the prospector in 3.0, assuming that it's going to be included. Um, so, uh, like space engineers, for the, for those of you uh, playing the home game who know uh, know what that looks like, is there, um, is there going to be a ship-mounted... Uh, mining laser will, that will allow us to uh, to test the uh, the mining mechanic uh, or the to the extent that it's included or is it going to be uh, only um, um, uh, a preliminary set of hand tools um, is it is it you know is the prospector going to be in the game in three at all uh, and I just I like saying hand tool <laughs> <laughs> Um But uh, and so, if that is the case, I mean, how interested? If it is only just um, um, a set of hand tools, how interested will we be to spend our day, you know, uh, banging out an asteroid just to fill up a a Home Depot? Let's let's do this bucket, you know.
2: Interesting. I I feel like they did. First off, I think it's pretty safe to say the prospect will be in there, given that it's already through Graybox, I believe. Last we heard, Uh, so I think that's. That's a safe bet. I don't think anyone okay. anyone would disagree with that. However, the hand tools, I feel like that was mentioned as maybe a no, we're definitely not going to do that, or a yes, that's gonna be the first implementation. So wow. It's either yes or no. Yeah, it's really <laughs> I know it was mentioned. Someone correct me on this, please. I, I Oh man, that's terrible. Well, regardless, <laughs> The prospector has got to be. There's no way the prospector will not be in 3.0. Absolutely. Well, not. we should
1: rem- we should remind folks too that as of this recording, uh, that we don't have an updated production schedule. True. So, um, they're, they're, that in- this information could these answers uh, could be available. Uh, we just haven't seen them yet. They could be available right so, now. They could be right now in the future. So, anyway, I I hope that the prospector's in there. I know we've got several people in the org that have one that are excited to play it. I mean, uh, the almighty Jonto uh, being one of them. And um, if it is just hand tools, I think that that's, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, cool and interesting and a logical first step, perhaps. Uh, But, and this kind of, you know, hearkening back to what we discussed uh, previously about expectations for 3.0, how long is that going to... Uh, hold our attention. I would say probably not long, but then I'm not um, I'm not a miner. And that the the guy that um, that who I am gently mocking, who pronounces uh, it Asterid, uh, they they are a mining organization. And I, I apologize. I don't remember which uh, show it was I saw him on, but uh, they have a whole mining organization. Then I, I believe they have a huge presence in Eve, where mining is, is a big thing. So uh, certainly, you know. I, uh, there are going to be folks that are just going to be, you know, pleased as a pig in a poke. Do we?
0: Is that is can that you have a pig in a poke? That I mean, I'd, sounds terrible. But yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think, I'm not sure what a poke is. I don't know. But well, uh, uh,
0: probably what you're referring to is a pig on a spit.
2: Which no, that doesn't sound uh, pleasing either. I'm pretty sure the no. pig yeah, does not well, like so that I, at I, all.
3: I,
1: I, a pig I, on a poke know, sounds mean, like like
0: you're poking the in, pig in, with in, the in inside the poke.
1: Let's, let's just assume that it's hot pocket-like, that it's warm inside. And there's a comfy piggy just
2: hanging out down there. This, you know? this, oh, man. blinking his way through life.
0: How do we not get away with having, yeah. not having an explicit tag on our episodes? I sometimes wonder. There's
2: nothing
1: wrong with that. That does that that This is just science we're talking right now. Exactly. <laughs> Culinary science. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, anyway, those guys with shovels, you see TGWS... Also it works. works. Get that hashtag it out there. It works. It works, and I think I think when that occurred to me uh, in our um, common text chat, I posted a picture of William H Macy as the Shoveler. Yes, you did. Yeah, no. because that's the kind of guy I am.
0: Oh man, makes me miss Mystery Men. Mm. He's not dead, you know. No, but the movie was really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he's not dead, because there was a rumor the other day that he had died. Oh, wow. Oh, really? I miss yeah. these things. They kind of come right he's past me, and then eventually not. I hear something like that. There was like a rumor like, a couple you know, of years talk-
0: ago that Calista Flockhart died. And there's rumor that, that like, until you see, like, a like official reports, I find it... I usually see them like, uh,
2: I'll wait. Poor Callista, How did she ever survive, Ally McBeal? I feel like she was, I mean, she was basically a skeleton the entire time. I
0: don't feel too bad so, for her, considering her husband is Harrison Yeah, Ford.
2: to be married oh. to Harry. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Who kept his pilot's license? Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. No. They didn't even. I don't even think they're making him go to traffic school.
0: I gotta be honest. I don't want to be the FAA agent who goes to Harrison Ford and says, "I'm sorry, sir, but we're gonna have to revoke your pilot's license."
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 You don't want to do that. Um, he brings up something about I forget going
2: someplace in so many parsecs, and I mean, what do you? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't go over real
1: well. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I, one of the jokes I heard was that uh, though he was keeping his license, uh, that uh, Chewbacca had been grounded. Uh, you know, finish that huh. yourself at home. Ba-dum-bum. So, okay, and then one last thing from this ten uh, four, and I hope we get another 10 soon. I mean, I, when they're good, they're really good. Um, Ships and jobs and reputations, oh my. And so the question was, to effectively perform jobs, will we need to qualify for them beforehand, like earning a certain amount of rep, or will it be as easy to get started as having the right kind of ship? And I remember Chris answered this one and said, if you've got a ship that can take cargo, you'll be able to get basic cargo missions. If you want to get more interesting or more lucrative missions, then you'll have to build your rep up first. Whether it's going to be a merchant's guild or a cargo broker, you have to prove your mettle, and then as you gain a reputation, you can move on to the more interesting and lucrative stuff. So does this this kind of a, appeal to you guys? This 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 sounds like kind of grindy to me.
0: Ooh. It can be. I mean, Elite Dangerous has this sort of rep system, right? And it's my hope is my hope is that that the rep system in Star Citizen is more than just a series of of Bars and numbers, and that right. it actually has real meaning, and right. moreover that um, it's more uh, clear when you're trying to game rep with a certain faction, mm-hmm. what factions dislike that behavior, or, or and what what factions uh, you're doing good things for. I mean, mm-hmm. World of Warcraft has a rep system. It's rarely ever used much these days, but there is a whole, like, there's a rep that that you could use to get, like, a, a special pet from, like, the the pirates. Oh, right. And, I did the insane yeah. title.
2: Oh, my lord. Yeah. that's That yeah. was 50 hours of grinding. I had no life. But mm-hmm. my point
0: being was that it was easy to check. Like, you could you could see where your rep was going and which direction. When I, I've tried to piece together what factions are part of what groups and elite dangers and I've never had a really easy time of it. see I wonder if, if it's if
1: um, because I think that the idea is is sound and useful the idea of gaining reputation in a particular area because that's you know that's real life. I mean you, you establish yourself in a career you work with people you network uh, you get a reputation for getting the job done or, or for not getting the job done and that follows you around and, and either helps you or hinders you. But I think, you know, the part that concerns me is that it's really easy to abstract that into a game mechanic, which becomes overly grindy. And I yeah, hope that I that agree. doesn't
2: happen. I, I think the interesting part of this is, and that we may be forgetting about, is that they they did mention that, yeah, you'd be able to join your friends in these things. Maybe share mm-hmm. share a, let's call it a mission or a job with them. Uh, and that mm-hmm. may affect them. Now, if you are a, for me, this is, this Kind of thing seems interesting to me. I can see from a mercenary ish or a, you know, the more FPS standpoint being a lot of, hey, guard this, guard that, you know, you know, try, help uh, or, you know, uh, um, escort these, these. You know this stuff to so and so and then you Eventually get to the point where you have these Guys hey look we've got this one very Important thing we need you to you know Covertly you know take This thing or get this stuff Or you know kill this guy or do Whatever and depending On the faction it can be very Very interesting I mean imagine if you get To the point where you're at you're You're sitting there and you've Got a a mission to go I don't know maybe you know some kind of political Entity wants you to kill a guy Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you have this other, this opposing one. That's you know you have you know maybe you have people guarding it. Maybe you have NPCs doing it. Maybe a little bit of both. And you have to figure out a way around it or to get it or do you even do it? Is that something you really want to do? You know, I think there's all kinds of uh, potential play in there. And, and most importantly though, that doesn't keep you from bringing your friends. Now, how they determine right. you know keeping you from simply. Um, you know, what would be the common, you know, the you know, zerging it or something like that, or over, overpowering the mission? That I don't know. They'll have to scale things or maybe, you know, a certain, you know, number. I don't know how they'll do that. that. That's something they'll have to figure out. But I think ideally what I see this being is, yeah, you may have, say, some kind of gating going on with, uh, you know, your mission, your your available missions. However,. Mm-hmm. I see you being able to bring people along to help, kind of boost them along if you so desire, with the understanding. Absolutely. Yeah, with the understanding that if they do a poor job, that may reflect on you as well.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a great way to handle it. That it's that you have to have a reputation or have proven your mettle, as Cr says, to uh, the agent who is granting you the position. But it's like, okay, so who's going to help you? Like, I got people. I got people. I got this. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're with me. Um, rather than a situation where, you know, it's like four out of your uh, five party members have a, a, their, their reputation bar is sufficiently to the right that they're able to do the mission, but, uh, but Gleep is standing there over in the corner going, but, but I, 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 I want to go too, and it not working. Yeah. You know? or you bring
2: them along, you just yeah, accept the fact that. that it may not go maybe as well. You know maybe you get 90 of it of, of the mission completions of the whole thing or maybe it's a very very important one you say look guys we really want to bring you but uh this one we have to get done perfectly and these four guys we've all been working on this we really know how to do this you know thing X maybe it's you know whatever it happens to be mm-hmm. you know, like hey guys we got to go on this one alone I know you guys want to come we'll bring you on the next one for the same guy don't worry we'll you know it'll be fine just this one we've got to do on our own maybe that's a good you know it, it allows I think for a little bit of it's a little progression,
0: I think, which is important. These I would of games. like to. I would like to say that what I want to see is that the reward for the missions that you do are not necessarily faction-specific ships, but like you said, faction-specific, interesting, unique missions. Yeah, yeah. If if the if the goal because part of the problem with the Elite Dangerous is that uh, if you rep for a particular faction, uh, the the tone and missions that you get don't change really. Hmm. Right? Okay, uh, they all stay the same. What you might get is a different type of ship, or uh, some territories get closed off to you because now you're hostile in those territories, which is neat. Those are good parts of, uh, of rep, but mm-hmm. it it doesn't feel like a substantive change to what you're doing. I mean, part of part of uh, natural progression in the real world is that if you do well, presumably, and you get. Uh, you get saddled with with better and often different or more expansive responsibilities, your day-to-day experience changes. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's something that I want to see, is that the things that you do change, not just that you are better rewarded with that faction's rewards. That's one of the big things that bothers me about some of that stuff, is that it's like, well, now I'm just making X dollars and spending that X dollars on X ship, and I feel like I'm spinning my wheels.
1: It's a grind tree, and you don't, you know, yes. it's like, you don't want to a grind And when you, you, when grind you, grind when you get tree. stripped away. I've well, i have heard grind Well,
0: when it gets <laughs> stripped away and suddenly you see all, you, you see, instead of seeing the factions in the universe what it is, you just see uh, transaction for transaction's sake. Yeah. It loses some of its yeah. luster. I
2: would like to see quality missions versus quantity to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's important mm-hmm. to
0: me. As you get higher end, your missions get more interesting or more detailed. Uh, and, and, and maybe fewer and farther hard between. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. further... Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Well, I, th- I think that we're all in agreement that it's uh, that the idea is not bad and that it's important that it be implemented in a way that keeps things interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Implementation will be right. the trickiest part, as with so right. much of this stuff. And that it not get well, you it, from
1: playing with friends. Yes. Yeah. And one... Uh, uh, One more thing about Elite Dangerous. They're in, uh, as of this recording, they're still in beta with their multi-crew, their first multi-crew expansion. And uh, one of the criticisms, uh, I listen to uh, the Lave Radio podcast uh, uh, occasionally, and one of the criticisms I've heard discussed in that is that they're having a real issue with how... um, Crews are being compensated. How you know you have a, a person who has a big ship and he hires other people as crew, but the way that the reward is is divided up is uh, is based is based in a way that that a lot of people are unhappy and thereby. Um, disincentivized from participating in that aspect of the game. So, uh, when I was listening to that, I was just going, you know, yeah, I can, I can imagine when we get to 3.0, if they don't have these activities that you know we're planning on doing together, if they don't have a way where we can all participate and all be reasonably compensated, that's that's going to be tough. That's that's going to that's going to make it hard for folks. Um, you know to want to because I think that's part of the problem uh, or not the problem but that's part of the the way that things are going now is that uh, the incentive to play is is pretty simple it's like you know I've got a cool new ship I go out and play you know yeah. but you know how many times do you want to go do the ICC missions you know and if and if I go help you on your ship do the ICC missions um, how, how do I get paid you know it's been it's been a while so I don't really remember but it's um, it's not it's it's I think that that's an important part too and I think that you know thank you David Rayburn and and Frontier Games for you know kind of um, doing these things first and um, you know uh, creating some examples that others can learn learn pre-alphaing the alpha? yeah but it's just anyway uh, that's that was an, another thing that I had thought about you know in the context of elite dangerous which um, you know whether fairly or not does get that um, that uh, or has that reputation of being overly grindy so all right well um guys and and remember from last time uh, that the, the three of us were together uh, we had a um, a conversation my friend flailing um, conversation with uh, our friend of and um, uh, so I I spoke to him after the show and he uh you know to be fair I mean when we he and I were having our conversation that was not with the idea that this was going to be something that I was going to bring to the show but it turned out being interesting enough and I asked him I said you know hey that was really interesting and you have some excellent ideas is it okay if if I bring to the show and he said yeah sure of course so then we talked about it I you know I, I, I reproduced it uh, here in the show notes and we talked about it and uh, so of course afterwards um, he came back and he said well you know that's not really what I meant like when I said that or you know Anyway, uh, totally understandable, and I thought that I thought that it would be um, uh, good for uh, us to give him a chance to uh, uh, provide a gentle retort uh, to the conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I want to uh, read that to you now, and then we can uh, discuss that afterwards. Um, so what he said was, um, and. Uh, you know what? I, I, I think I will. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll post the original conversation in the in the show notes or a link to it in the show notes so that if folks want to go, um, if, if this isn't making any sense to uh, them, uh, if there's something missing that uh, we obviously um, uh, still have present in our brains uh, that they can refer to it should they care to. But what he said was, there are many ways to role play, and my comments here only represent what I have found to hold true for myself and the groups of people I've role played with in other MMOs, and so he has a couple of corrections. Um, uh, uh, character names, he said, are going to be of the character um, at player format. And I'm not sure exactly what he means by that. You guys, have any idea? Uh, I think
2: what he means is that uh, your player, being you, has a handle, and then you can have you can have essentially your character name will be unique to you. You may not mm-hmm. you may not be able to have two characters of the same name. But there can be multiple characters of that same name with the at player moniker. Same same thing if you had like a uh, you know fuzzy bunnies at uh gleep.com, fuzzybunnies at ace dot com, fuzzybunnies at madcow.com.
1: I think that's kind of gotcha. what I'm saying. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So there there's a hidden um, uh prefix which allows uh, for multiple people to have the name in game Han Solo. exactly and I think
2: that's what I was talking about too when I said you know if they just hid, hid like a you know like a hashtag number or something like that afterward yeah right. same same type of idea
1: yeah so anyway his point is, is that there's not going to be an issue of someone snatching up your name and preventing you from using it um, customiz- and he says customizable NPCs are a planned feature. Um, Of course, everything is subject to change, but Chris has mentioned more than once that we'll be able to use our extra character slots, should we have them, to create customizable NPCs. He's gone on to suggest that perhaps there is no distinction between a customizable NPC and an alternate character. An example he used was a player with two characters. Hey, it's Han and Chewie again. Han and Chewbacca. One day, the player plays Han with Chewie as an NPC crewmate, and the next, he plays Chewbacca with Han, backing him up until his license gets suspended, and then they have to go back and do it the other way. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Harrison. I didn't mean it. Love love you. Uh, celebration coming up next week, guys.
0: I'm, I'm so excited for the not-at-celebration coverage yeah. because I won't be there. No.
1: Um... And so then he moves on. He says, I want to establish what I, me- what I mean by the term character. I currently have three Star Citizen characters. One, Leroy Amontillado Tackett, that's a good name, is an ex-fighter pilot turned freight hauler. Another, Eric Mechanized Beringer, is a mechanic. And the third, Astraea Hindman is an explorer. The first two are male and the third is female. These are not in-game entities yet, um, because you know we can't even have female characters yet, but they are my characters. They've existed as such for years now, awaiting the release of Star Citizen so that I can share them with others. In other words, characters can exist outside of the actual game mechanics of Star Citizen, though it is through the game itself that they are expressed to other players. <clears throat> Goes on to talk about permadeath. The permadeath of the in-game entity via the death of a spaceman mechanic isn't something I'm arguing against. I feel it's a done deal and isn't going to change. I also support the idea that risks lacking consequences aren't very thrilling and don't generate realistic behavior from players. The purpose of the mechanic is to cause players to feel risk, fear danger, and react accordingly. When pirates have you surrounded and outgunned and there's no good choice of escape... CIG would rather you surrender your cargo than fight to a needless death. Making death Sting is one of their only tools to encourage players to behave this way. What are the consequences of Star Citizen Permadeath? An inconvenient wait as lost items are replaced, an inheritance tax, loss of reputation or faction status, the end of a character's history. Um, and then he references the Galactopedia um, and a new face and name. I'm looking to circumvent only the last. If I can reuse Eric's face and name, I can still play that character and continue his story, even though the in-game entity that he was shared through has died. In quotes, in, what do you single quotes? Is that a, that would be a Richard Finger? <laughs> Richard Finger. Uh, I believe yeah. it's just, uh, I
2: think you could still say, you know, it's still quoted. It just depends if it's in, within a quote. You just yeah. quoted within a quote. Yeah.
3: Double quoted? Wait,
2: what Is that like a double negative?
0: I've heard that it said it's quote-unquoted died. Quote-unquoted
1: mm. died. All right. I've still lost faction reputation. I still must wait for my ships to be replaced via insurance. I still must pay the inheritance tax. All of these penalties are an accepted cost of having engaged in dangerous play. They are a part of the fun, even. If I can't reuse Eric's face and name, though, it is a huge, and he has it in caps, loss that deeply affects the enjoyment of the game and it is therefore counterproductive. Role players are the people most likely to react to in-game scenarios in an immersive manner. I think it's a good point. These are the people that least need the permadeath mechanic to help shape their reactions. They are also the people that are going to care the most about their ongoing ability to play their characters. Those most in need of the permadeath mechanic are probably those that care least about their character's name and appearance. So that was an interesting way of looking at it. I, yeah, I mean, if 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 you're more or or less invested in your character, probably uh, um, uh, uh, has a direct relationship to your um, uh, perception. Permanently face them. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, they're there going to be people out there playing that that don't care. They go, I got LTI, you know. I'm I'm just going to go ram my, you know. I'm going to log in once a month and ram all my big ships into the side of somebody else's big ship, and then log off and and uh, wait for the LTI to reset.
3: Hmm.
2: I think he's got he's he's running on a slippery slope here, but but I see where he's going with this. We'll discuss. Well, you, what what he set this up as, and and. Monty, I, you know, first of all, I really like you, so please don't take offense, and I don't think you would. But, take uh, all
0: the fence you want, you know, Monty, but go uh, for
2: it. You know, the, the, <laughs> um, the body of text here, basically what he's setting this up as, as look, look role players don't require this uh, because, you know, once again, they, they self-moderate. Very similar to uh, Gleep and Janto's discussion, actually, last week regarding our... our uh, are are orc very similar to that? They they mm. tend to self they se- tend to self moderate themselves self moderate. You mm. know what I'm saying. Anyway, I'm not sure. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah, that's right, how you right, do right. that. That would be my dog knocking on the door for me to let him in. Um, however, uh, having said that, uh, as you cannot pander to the people that take care of themselves because then you would need no rules. Uh, you right. must thus come up with an idea to help mediate the actions of others in relation to. You, you know, both, both both sides of the spectrum I think is what it comes down to And mm-hmm. the key is Is that um, I think uh, see here uh, He did mention that uh, Well whatever anyway it's just a little semantics In terms of the way he's using his sentences But really what, what it's getting at uh, That puts a very black and white uh, view on the situation I think is what we, we look at this one And I, I okay. think we need to be a little bit more Gray when we're talking about this Now that's just my personal personal Opinion on that
1: yeah, I, I think that he that he was he's perhaps maybe speaking, you know, using the extreme to sort of uh, uh, describe the tendency. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, um, and 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 as he mentioned, that the only thing that he is um, uh, affirmatively arguing uh, be um, not included is the ability to um, to clone your character essentially to sure. be able to to bring bring back. Your to bring you back your same character.
0: Um, I feel like so that, that makes that it makes sense that you'd have access to those because eventually, unless unless CIG's character creation system is really, really, really in depth, eventually you'll have characters that look identical just because uh, by the very you know necessity of, of math and choices, you'll have two people. They may, be across the, may cross the system, but they all use the exact same sliders for the exact same character uh, pictures. So I feel like, just from a practicality standpoint, that player faces will probably be something that are freely chosen no matter yeah. whether this is the first or the eighth iteration of that character. Well, I don't know about okay. names, but, but certainly faces. Yeah, it
2: looks like he does go on to explain a little bit more, so maybe we we'll get a little farther in here on yeah. a couple other things I'd, I'd like to mention at least.
1: Yes. Okay, so then he continues. The idea was floated, and I believe that by us, uh, that there is a method to avoid permadeath, and that it is by playing in safe space. It was also stated that games need, need players that are less combat-oriented and more inclined to work on other aspects of the economy. This is all true, but it misses the mark. No pun intended, but I'm leaving it in here, so I guess now it totally is. Because <laughs> your name's Mark. It is. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. Being a role player doesn't mean you don't want to play the full game. There are some that might be completely content to play the bartender at some canteen or to fix windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah. Or sweep. And yeah, sweep, yes. and sweep up the broken glass. Yes. Broom. Mm-hmm. Careful. Broom plus 10 Except for cleaning. For
3: cleaning.
1: Oh, that, that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, with like a, a it would broom, have a glow. My, um, it would have a glow. With a buff on yes. it. Yes. Yeah, oh yes, definitely. I need a. I want to buff my broom. <laughs> um there might uh might be completely content to play the bartender at some cantina and never take that character out into danger but there are also those that want to role play a jean-luc picard or a mal reynolds telling role players that they can haul cargo from earth to mars for a living isn't sufficient you might as well be telling them to go play another game as some do Um, I also want to point out that role-playing isn't an always-on thing. Ah, I think this is an important thing. There are things that will happen in a game, perhaps the result of a game bug that can't be ignored. There are other situations where a player doesn't feel like role-playing and just wants to play the game. Uh, Gleep, hey, that's me, brought up an example from his tabletop Dungeons & Dragons days. A certain player's character dies, and he demands a retcon to avoid that death. This is not an equivalency to what I'm advocating for. Dungeons and Dragons has a DM at the table, an individual whose job it is to craft an enjoyable experience for all. There is judgment here and an awareness of the overarching story. The DM has the ability to roll dice behind screens and declare the outcome of actions based upon what he or she believes best for the game. The rules serve the players. They are there to create a framework, not a cage. Star Citizen has no human touch to determine what happens. Well, they're, they're going to have Game Masters, but I think his point is is that we're not going to have a Game Master for every yeah. five players, Yeah, not an individually so. uh, aware, right. I guess, the Game Master. Right. Yeah. Um, Star Citizen has no human touch to determine what happens. It has no sense of the dramatic and no consideration on how an event can alter the web of social connections a character might have. It also serves thousands, if not millions, of players. There is no chance of there being a consensus on playstyle or expectation. Amen to that. Um, lastly, the permadeath mechanic flows into the idea of lineage. Chris wants to be able to tell generational stories with Star Citizen. He wants the Galactopedia to document the history of the verse as it evolves. He's mentioned character aging as well. If forced character aging is a thing, even staying in a safe space won't keep you alive. Allowing players to save character appearance settings to a file um, to be shared and reused mitigates the disproportional penalty that the permadeath mechanic imposes upon role players while maintaining the game balance aspects of risk versus reward.
0: Now, I I think... um, uh, that's really um, well, really well thought out, really well written. I'm impressed. That is a fantastic. Oh. I guess was like well, thought, a short essay.
1: I thought you were applauding the reading. Both. Monty did good too. Okay, um, so I think <laughs> I agree with most everything that Monty had to say. However, I still disagree about being able to resurrect Eric. <laughs> um, you know, it's um, it's almost Easter. You know, resurrection season. That is a um, how, that however is a
0: terrible religious joke. <clears throat> it's
1: a time of renewal, of rebirth, of bunnies and chocolate eggs, or coins, or jelly beans. Call back. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. Boston baked beans. Um, however, I do understand Monty's reasons and his passion, and totally agree that how he's described that. Total those 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 uh, reasons and his passion totally outweighs my quibbling little um, uh, uh, differences over um, identity clones. Um, him being able to do what he so strongly wants to do will not detract much, if at any, from my gameplay experience Um, show, make it show number one, and um, so, um, uh, Mark, please
2: Uh, where to start Uh, first off once again uh, the disproportional penalty to permadeath I think is overstating what it actually is um, really what he 's saying is, is that penalty what what 's disproportional about it is that he can 't keep the same character look and name on a character regardless of the risks he takes mm-hmm. then once again well, what 's if- the what 's the risk I, if, if he if he cares about nothing okay so here here 's my thought they want well. The risk they, wait, is what you lose
0: in a, in, a, in a monetary sense, I guess. Well,
2: and you'll, you'll 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 get your say two ways. But follow me on this one here for a second. <laughs> I I, I, I want to make sure I get this whole thought out so that then you can then you can rebut in 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 proportion to my uh, my comment. If the only thing you care about, and this is straight from what he's saying, and once again, Monty, I like you a lot. I'm not I, I'm not harping on you and or the you know the. The validity of your of your reasoning. I'm just. I think it's important that we have some dissent in here. So I'd like to play the devil's advocate when I can. Yes.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Um,
2: if the only important part of keeping your character, as you said, is that you want to have, or as he said, let's, let's not talk directly to him. That sounds. That that that's just asking for fights. As Monty said, is that he wants the um you know the only thing important to him is that he keeps he keeps the character's name. And the the look of the character at whatever time in his life that he chooses at the beginning of his game when he makes the character. Um, If that's the only important thing he has, or if that's the only thing that's important to him, then where is the risk? If he knows that he can die and relive that character. What's to say if that character doesn't gain some scars? You know, loses an arm, half his head, whatever, whatever's available to him. Does that necessitate a reboot of the character? Does then he not want to continue on there? Does, does he necessarily have to die? Uh, what if? What if it's just that you know? If that. What if in the game he wakes up and the guy's got a mechanical leg? Now he didn't imagine himself with a mechanical leg, but now he's got it. Hmm. That's along the same mechanic. He's not really losing the character, but does that affect his role playing at all? Does that affect his sense of identity? Is that something that he's concerned about? Uh, what if he loses an eye and that gets replaced? Does that you know is that important enough? What if instead of a hand he has a claw, and that's just the way it was? He didn't have the he didn't have the money to replace it with the cool flesh like hand from the fancy guys at Terra, but instead he had to do the cast off hand from the guys in the spider. You, you know. Mm-hmm is that just because he happened to be out there does that affect how, how he envisioned his character and is that worth maybe killing him off or is that, is, does that necessitate a reboot of the character I think the problem is that it's it's too easy to say and this goes really for any argument what I'm getting at is it's too easy to say my reasons are the important reasons that this should be this way mm-hmm. everyone else's mm-hmm. reasons for doing this aren't important and I think that's yeah. the important thing to get across. There is that we all feel very passionately about certain aspects of the game. Mm-hmm. That doesn't um, that doesn't mean anyone else's or what they have to do to make the game work for everybody is are any less valid. I think that's where it comes down to. And we all need to take kind of a step back, say it'll be fun, and just like every other game, we'll make it work. You'll mm-hmm, have your chance mm-hmm. to role play. And if you want to go out, and once again, I know I was one that was talking in the safe space area for that. My my intention there was if you intend to make sure that you know when your guy dies, you have a story that you know the beginning, the middle, and the end to, mm-hmm. then you need to be in safe space. Because ultimately with risk comes the possibility, or with danger comes the possibility of dying or not knowing what 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 the outcome is. That's the whole point of it. That's what danger is. So right. if you're willing to take that risk, if you want to be a Jean Luc Picard or a Mal Reynolds, then you understand that with every action there's gonna be some kind of consequence, and that one may be that you die. And you do lose that right. guy. But that's part of the spice of life. That's what makes it so interesting. That's why yep. those characters are so fascinating, is because they took their you know, they, they took that chance and they managed to get through it. How about the million mm-hmm. red shirts that didn't? You know some You know that's that's not a bad thing to be a redshirt. You know, sometimes because what that does is when you do finally get that character to live through that one moment that you know really you had no reason to live through. That's what makes mm-hmm. it fun. Not the 14th iteration of Eric that managed to get through it. Right. Yeah, you know, what's the fun in that? There's nothing interesting about that. 14th Eric is just the same as first Eric. He didn't have anything interesting. You know, I mean it, it was just a continuation of something that was ultimately a figment of your imagination anyway you built up these whole storylines around these guys which is fine but use Mm it to you know use it to expand your uh, creative juices a little bit you know make make a reason for it to be another one you know get a backstory anyway that's that i could go on for anything but anyway ace what what were you thinking
0: well okay so um i had a, a a couple things to say uh firstly uh I understand his impulse for wanting to create and recreate the character, um, because as an as someone who does a lot of who did I guess a lot of RP and would like to do do so again at some point, um, a lot of RP characters have their own arcs or storylines or, or things that they're doing in their characters' style, um, and if you're you know if you've been working on a story with somebody or a a, a scenario with somebody or a group of RPers and one of your characters just unceremoniously passes away entirely and there's no way to fix that that can change that can that can feel underwhelming because it feels like work you put into something disappears now not to say that doesn't happen in real life it does but i I feel like it would be like if i had been writing a book uh and uh you took a look at it and and you you said nope can't write anymore and just and like i didn't like you know Finished a sentence and was ready to start the next chapter, and you just pulled it all out of my hands and said, "Nope, it's not yours anymore. Can't do it anymore." Yeah. And that's not to say that it's, it. The idea is that it, I have authorship or uh, experience with that that piece of fiction that I'm authoring with somebody else or with a group of people, and if the system takes that away from me, which is what that feel what that would feel like if you like suddenly the character you had created suddenly you can't access them anymore. Mm-hmm. It feels disempowering to the player like Mm -hmm. you're you're, you've lost control and and there's nothing worse for a player in in any game I feel like unless it's a a horror game where that's the intent is part of it is that you're 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 supposed to lose control um but as a general speak that you know most games work to empower players to have control and the games that don't that are expected to are often received poorly as a result Mm um I will say that uh I do agree with you about the idea about about changes. Um, I do. I, you know. I, I do wish in some games that I've you know uh, RPGs that I've played that there were some ways to record the passage of time other than the fact that my armor is now five times flashier and sometimes, in the case of wow, larger than it was before. So big. <laughs> <laughs> my armor is. If you've ever played Outlands, is now Enormous. several different shades of, of neon and at least one to two sizes bigger than i yes. am. way to date yourself. Uh <laughs> thank you. Um but um i do like the idea that like like your character, you know, let's say let's say your character is dating some other character and uh the next time they see you, you now have like a, 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 a robotic leg. That adds a moment for conversation sure. in rp. Yeah. Like what happened to you? Like what where what what happened that caused this and then now you have a story that your character can well I went out to the system and there were vandal that there weren't supposed to be and there's this thing and I I suspect that this you know, and and now you created a story. The part of the problem is that, that there are some people out there who don't want to have that who want to play the bartender. And I will mm-hmm. fully admit, uh, during WoW, during my RP time, uh, I like guess not, not WoW, but during Guild Wars. During Guild Wars Two for a long time, my character ran uh, a player-run bar in um, the main um, uh, human town in Guild Wars 2, uh, which was it was just a, a bar in one of the districts that had no NPCs in it. So player characters would flock to that bar. There would be players running the bar from behind the counter um, mm-hmm. and RPing back and forth. And that was primarily what my character did for a long time. And I will tell you, my wife, then girlfriend at the time, found it ridiculous. Because I'm playing this giant expansive world and I'm spending, you know, two or three hours standing in a bar furiously typing on a keyboard back and forth between each other.
1: Well, you see, I was going to ask, if, if, if you were Sam and, and she was Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, is that da- now you've you dated yourself. yourself? Yeah, yeah, now you've dated, you've dated yourself,
0: Lee. Your but oh, my I point being worry. that, that <laughs> there is some, a lot of RP is based around the connections you make. That it's, mm-hmm. And it's, it's in the small moments. I think part of the reason why a lot of people love the, the Mass Effect games is not necessarily just the great combat, but those quiet moments where your characters are just talking to each other. Because that's when the connections happen. Unless mm-hmm. you're playing Android. And, and RP is, is that, but with another person on the other end and not just a scripted AI.
1: Right, right. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I, I, I agree with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with everybody, and um, I, I uh, Mark, I agree with you. I I don't like the idea of being able to bring the character back. Um, I, well, I, I, you know, I, I want to rephrase that. I'm not going to say I don't like it. It's not something I would ever yeah. do, but this it's going to be a, a big a big game universe, and I think there's room for everybody to be able to, within reason, to be able to um, uh, to have the play experience that, that they would want to have. Uh, so if if um, if Eric, uh, you know, if if I keep meeting Eric over and over again, and sometimes he looks a lot younger than other times, um, and some whole, you know sometimes he, Botox he, his cybernet- yeah. yeah his his <laughs> limbs grow back. It's like you know he's you know on Wednesday he's got you know three cybernetic limbs, and then on 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 Friday he's uh, you know sixteen years old again, and and uh, he just has all of all of his he- digits.
0: He just can't change his mind. He, you know, keeps going back to the the face changer place, and it's just like, you know, what? I think I just I want a bionic arm and to be thirty now. Well, that's well, but that's I think that's a good point. I,
1: I don't I'm 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 assuming that part of or I'm assuming that part of the assumption is that the only time you get to import that character is when. The other one dies. Uh, you can't have two characters named uh, Eric the mechanic. Sure, you can only have one at a time. So um, you can't have you know various Erics um, you know at the at, at the same time. Um, I knew
0: I knew our peers in WoW who would have multiple classes of the same character.
2: Sure. Well, I think I think what he's getting at though um, is that it's not. You know, honestly though, guys, what, I think Glee brought a good point would you really, would it distract from your game if you had someone no. until they made it over and over no. honestly i wouldn't care no. really Absolutely. Yeah, after everything i said you know speaking from the heart really i wouldn't i wouldn't care at all I'd be perfectly fine yeah. with that if that's what if that's what you know makes you happy i'm more than happy uh to do that but I wouldn't detract from other people who uh really rely on that on that sense of 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 potential loss of an entire character i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't force my opinions on those people either.
1: No, yeah. no, not, and I think that's the, the big yeah. point is that there's plenty of room for all of us, and if you know, if you know, which Eric am I going to play with today is going to be in my party today, um, I, I can I can totally get beyond that because it's important to him to be able to have this experience yeah. um, with with his characters. So um, absolutely, absolutely, I wouldn't do it, but that's but but I'm looking forward uh, to what you were describing. I'm looking forward to my characters. Um, um, dying um, heroically oh, yeah. the heroic um, death. and then the and, one that makes it through oh oh man right and then and I'm gonna have a um, you know I'm gonna have all that information you know somewhere be it you know if we have an in-game fac- um, uh, mechanic or facility for it or whether it's on spectrum um, if those two things are actually going to be different um, yeah I'm gonna have a, a you know a hall of Gleep fame and so I'm looking <laughs> forward to that part of it um, so uh, but I absolutely like you said I, I don't want uh, the way I intend to play the game to um, adversely affect uh, somebody else's experience, especially when it's not—it's not something that um, that if um, that's not—that's not, that's not going to bother me unless I make a point of having it bother. Me.
2: Yeah, and, and the majority—it so, needs to be—you can't in these types of things. You really can't pander to a what is going to be a rather small minority. And that's the key with yeah. that. You really have to keep in mind the overall game and gamers in general in a way to corral those that will push the boundaries.
0: I, I mm-hmm. agree. My only hope is if they're going to pander to the small group of RP ears please, please let us sit down. <laughs> have you not seen the
2: sitting animations no. for all the, all the eating ones and whatnot they've showed for people? For all people? the NPCs? Yeah. I have. I
0: just... I desperately want those for players, oh, too. I'm sure. They, there's no way they don't. I mean,
2: they've already got the animations. So all they have to do is... That's true. You know, all they have to do is figure out a way for you to attach to a table. I, okay, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that
1: all, one. All you need to be able to do is go to the bar and get up on the stage and do the bend dance. Yep. That's it. Bend dance. <laughs> Nothing else. And then
2: sit Indian style and watch them and clap. Or snap your fingers.
1: Yep.
2: Either one works. Exactly.
1: Well, let's, let's, let's give a big... Finger snap for our friend of and and uh, you know he uh, he put a lot of work into that, and we really appreciate it. Um, I, I, he's a he's a very thoughtful individual, um, and uh, um, he uh, definitely our community, yeah. uh, the, the greater Star Citizen community, and and our uh, those guys With ship's community are made uh, richer uh, by his um, his presence. So uh, thank you again Indeed. Monty, for that. Indeed all right and so guys look at hey where has the time gone well um we we teased it a little bit uh last week so let's uh, just mention it real quickly on the way out the door here uh big benny's vending machine yay um if you want one you can um you can subscribe uh until april 17th so you still have time uh you can uh, become a subscriber and you will get one in your hangar should you uh should you choose and uh so that's um that's very nice and uh, we do have a, a new member to the org, uh, Splat Willy Crash. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my gosh! Fantastic. That is a new favorite name. The new favorite name. Yep. Uh, he says, "Greetings, citizens. Splat Willy Crash here. I am an early adopter who, while managing expectations, do fairly drool at the long-awaited 3.0 release. I look forward to cargo hauling, trading a little, exploring, and a ton of mining." Okay, a lot of mining. See, he made a, a I see what he's doing uh, there.
0: Uh, it's it, so clever. Yeah.
1: While I did not experience the brilliance of Chris Roberts at the Porridge Master stage, <laughs> I have enjoyed every space game he created, Wing Commander's Freelancer and Privateer. When I saw the Kickstarter campaign, I was on it like flies on, well, far be it for for, for me to trash your PG rating. Love the podcast. I'm happy to hear Mark is alive and well since the podcast is better for his presence. Yay. Hooray, me. Ah. Now,
2: if we can only get one for Jimmy, someone send one in for Jimmy. Otherwise, he'll feel bad.
1: <laughs> I bring a fairly eclectic mix of ships that include a freelancer, that's a stock freelancer, an LTI MPUV, a couple of 85Xs for the LTI, of course, a Dragonfly with LTI, an Aurora LX, a Reliant Sen, which I believe is the exploration mm-hmm. ship, if I'm not Probably mistaken. So. A prospector, and in a complete lack of self-control and a legendary level of mining zeal, I fell in love with and subsequently purchased an Orion. Wow! What sold me on the Orion was the write-up on the mining mechanic. Everybody has a job, and if you botch your task, we may well not get paid and may break our ship, or if we really screw up, we may even die. Just the thing to keep you interested while you're slowly while you slowly sock away the credits. I look forward to the best dang Star Citizen podcast continuing its tradition of informing me and keeping the interest high. Looking forward to flying with you guys, but be forewarned, my moniker fits me like a glove. See you in the verse, Splat. And then he says, P.S., Mrs. Splat hastened to correct me, the Aurora is hers on her account, and if I scratch it...
0: Tell, Tell her... Uh, tell Miss Splat that uh, I'm united in love of the oft-maligned and oft-overlooked Aurora. Mm. I love my LN.
1: Aww. So we we have we have Mrs. Gleep, we have um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Turd, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Ace, Mrs. Ace, Mrs. A's, Mrs. Mrs. Soon, the soon-to-be Mrs. True, Mark. True, Mrs. Um, Cow, and Ms., Mrs. Jimmy, um, and uh, and now Mrs. Splat. <laughs> Can we need? <laughs> I feel like I feel
2: like we need like a like I don't want to say wives club because that's unfair to any uh, any those gals with ships, but uh, like a like a, like a spouses club
1: or something like that where we can. I'm <laughs> I'm, I, I'm thinking what we need to do is, is watch out for that uh, class action lawsuit. No kidding! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> All right, and then over at the website uh, we have uh, new members uh, Sisec joined us, added Falcroft and jack uh, That That's how I'm going to pronounce that. All righty, well, guys, um, uh, it's been it's been fun. Uh, we um, uh, we got her done, and uh, there's more left over for next time. So you know, can't ask for any more than that. Got anything else
0: uh, after the show, Mad Cow? I would like to talk to you about possibly restarting that Arma server. I have some interest from some peeps. And so there's maybe more some more on that front in the future. But I just wanted to throw that out there now if people are curious or interested. I already have some peeps that are that are uh, interested in, in reviving some of that business. And uh, we'll talk about subsidizing at some point because I know it was it was uh, a labor of love for you. I want to make it less it was, of a burden. It, was. Right. it
2: turns, out, t- t- turns out it was going on $60 a month at one point uh, was a little much. I mean, yeah, But yeah. It, once again, <laughs> you know, I was happy to do it when we were playing. Uh, once it kind of fell off, it turns out that it is actually a rather large kind expense when you're not actually using the server. So yeah, who well, knew? Who knew? Yeah. yeah. Who knew?
1: yeah. Mm. Well, excellent. Um, and we do uh, ma- mention one more thing here. Uh, Asa pointed out uh, prior to the show that there is a big patch dropping on the Andromeda coming up when it's a Thursday. Oh, it's
0: Thursday. So at that time of recording, it's be the sixth of this month. So ah,
1: yeah, yeah. So the, the patch Sweet. will be out by the time this airs. So. Um, Hopefully, uh, so we're all we...
0: having lots of fun playing the new patch by then.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, there, we'll, uh, we'll discuss on the next show. So, there, there's hope on the horizon for, um, for all you Andromeda types. So, very, very cool. All right, well, please do go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E N J I N dot com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc, where you can find rebroadcasts of our show throughout the week. Check out the new INN. It can be found at imperialnews.network. Reach the podcast by email, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at VerseCast. Please do be sure to use the TGWS hashtag. To join our org, go to com slash org slash VerseCast. On the spectrum, Roberts Space Industries slash Spectrum, no, .com, slash, spectrum, slash, community, slash, cast. On Steam, we are Those Guys Were Ships, and do be sure to check out our Star Citizen gaming community website. It is VerseCast.org. Baby, can you dig your man? He is a righteous man. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes.
0: Oh, that's right. We don't have Jimmy here. Oh, poor Jimmy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mo- moment of silence. Wah, 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 wah. All right.
1: I hope he avoids the sliders this time. Yes, indeed. <laughs>
0: Uh, good night, Gracie. My name is Ace Azamine. You can find all my information in the show notes or uh, here on TeamSpeak uh, uh, and sometimes on Discord. So I'm over there a little bit in these days. Um, and uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by the Flumph, a lawful good aberration. Uh, uh, a uh, Hopefully, you know, in your dungeoning times, you come across one of these. You know, they say, uh, always trust a Flumph. Oh, do
2: they really? Yeah, well, that's adorable. Yeah, it's, in the, it's, in the,
0: it's in the Dungeon Masters Guide or Aww. the uh, Monster Manual.
2: I, when I was when I was a kid, I always wanted a brownie, so that would come in like clean your crap up and then take off just because you wanted to. Yeah, you know. I love but, the flumps. But you never got to see just, like, That'd be Such
0: bizarre looking creatures. I'll leave rotten Don't food on the ground. Mom, and he takes the care of it. it. Yeah?
2: But, yeah, not a big deal. No, mom, it's no big deal. It's just clothes. The brownie will do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like Where are you hiding these young girls in their in uniforms? Is this an appropriate, Mark? It's fine, Mom. Not that brownie. You're okay. I found another merit badge. <laughs> <Cut> another merit. <mirror. laughs> and they make
0: cookies. There you go. That's the fun. Uh, thing. Anyway. It's a beautiful thing. I'm Mark
2: or Mad Cow. You can reach me at madcow1001 at gmail.com or mark at firstcast.org. Everything else in the show notes uh, that I won't ever check, as per usual. Uh, or you can get me <laughs> on Discord. Honestly, guys, Discord. Just Discord me. Uh, when Spectrum goes live, we have a mobile app, by all means, that. But seriously, Discord's fantastic. It tells you when things come up. It's basically like chatting. Uh, Meet Junkyard, uh, Solidus, um, Turd Ferguson, uh, LeCondi, All lots of guys. We really generally have some pretty good chats out on there uh, in, the, in the community chat and versecast. Uh, feel free to voice up, send us weird pictures, uh, talk about anything technical and or computer-related, and we will all jump on it like flies on the proverbial poopy. Uh, other than that. Uh that's all I've got, gentlemen. I'm ready to to cut this one uh, cut this one loose.
1: All right. <laughs> there is a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> pinch this one off. Uh, <laughs> pinch <laughs> one uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's 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 pinch this one off and call it done. Until next time then. We are those guys with ships and this has been the verse cast. Bye. Beep, 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 beep. Mark, he's
2: not See so. you guys. Isn't it a beautiful thing? What, what kind of sounds do fluffs make? I would think uh, soft cooling noises. Oh yeah. Well, they're not a part I think that's what they do. They're awful good. What do they really do? Really, they really they don't really can, can't really complain, but they're too good to do anything about it. They're just kind of <laughs> super passive aggressive.
0: <laughs> 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 um, I guess I guess I'll
2: help. I guess. You. <laughs> Can't the brownie do
3: it? (laughs) (laughs) I've got a rat.